Welcome to the Gensler Design Podcast. The Gensler Design Podcast creates a dialogue between design experts, creative trendsetters, and thought leaders to discuss how we can shape the future of cities through the power of design. I'm your host, David Calkins, the Regional Managing Principal of Gensler's Asia Pacific and Middle East region. With us today is Ting Smith, Gensler's Asia Pacific and Middle East Regional HR Director. Ting, welcome to the podcast. Before we begin, can you tell our listeners about yourself and your role within Gensler? Thank you, David, for having me in the Gensler Design Podcast. Um, I've been in my role as a regional HR director for the Asia Pacific and Middle East region for the past three years based out of the Singapore office. I've worked in Asia for now about 18 years leading HR teams across the region. Right now, I'm particularly passionate about the current transitional changes we're all experiencing with the post-pandemic. So I really look forward to our discussion. Well, it's, uh, it's great to have you with us today. And I know we're going to have a very meaningful conversation about the impact of HR over the last few years, which has you know, really been widespread. Having to respond to the health and safety of the workforce, promote positive work-life balance, and then encouraging the return to the office, and now re-engaging employees in the new normal. It's impossible to deny it. The pandemic has profoundly changed the way we work. So my first question to you is, how this change has influenced the way we work and how will it into the future? Thank you, David. This is a great start to the conversation. As you rightly pointed out, every HR leader at the moment has had to respond to a variety of workforce challenges over the past couple of years. And that's really starting from the health and safety of employees and now to the demands for flexible working. Now, if you think the world's greatest work from home experiments has challenged every one of us, both mentally and physically, and our employees have come out of it with a different expectation. It is that expectation that we need to consider and understand what it really means for the workplace moving forward. Now, I believe um, the new normal really requires a mindset shift to reset our routine. It's important that we acknowledge this mental change management and how it impacts their well-being, as well as how we will kind of continue and we'll explore that a little bit later. What we have seen is there's been an abundance of surveys, including Gensler surveys, all points to the same outcome where employees seek flexible working. We have seen many of our clients reconfiguring their office space with the intent to create a much more collaborative and social environment to entice employees back to the office. So what's interesting, David, is that we're now entering into this new era of work. And one of the top HR focus is workplace experience. And this really centers around shaping the office to accommodate the needs of the workforce. With hybrid work, how do we make the office a place employees want to be in again? Okay, okay, so workplace experience, how are we defining that exactly? And and is that um, a new concept, a new idea? In reality, workplace experience isn't a new concept. It has actually been around um, for a little while as many consultancy firms adopt this approach for workplace strategic planning. However, HR strategy has traditionally focused more on the employee engagements, which we'll be familiar with, by really bringing in workplace experience into the mix, gives us a more holistic approach and also opportunities to create the best possible experience for our people. 
Workplace experience, on the other hand, essentially looks at how employees proactively use the space, the technology, and connect with people and the culture. Now, David, if you look at all those just those three key factors, the physical space, technology, and culture, these factors are ever-evolving and also interlinked. The essence of a great workplace experience is how employees navigate through the daily work successfully and providing the level of well-being that they are now striving for. Let's give you an example. You could have the best culture and the state of the art technology, but if the physical space is not conducive to collaborative work, social or offering a private space, over time, it will undoubtedly have an impact on the culture and employee experience. Now at Gensler, we place a huge emphasis around cultural learning, encompassing our core values through our 10 guiding principles across our HR practices and approaches. Our tools support an easy flow of sharing work at a speed in a hybrid setting and the ability to be able to allow our employees to move and work around the office seamlessly. Our office spaces are designed to encourage collaboration and also creativity. So in summary to your question, workplace experience truly relies on cross-functional collaboration between HR, IT and facilities to be successful and create a great employee experience, which is something very new to all of us. So would you say that workplace experience is the same as employee engagement? They sound pretty similar. That's a really good question. Um, Beyond workplace experience, I'd say employee engagement is a major key factor for any firm to successfully retain and attract the best talent. But if you look at workplace experience, it involves how well it can offer purpose, space and opportunity that supports every employee to excel in their role. Now, if you think the ideal scenario that any firm want to create is for every employee to feel that the workplace is tailor-made for them. Whilst employee engagement traditionally focuses on how well a firm is retaining talent based on motivational factors. And typically, these are things like career development programs, learning opportunities, compensation and benefits, and so forth. There's a clear correlation between engagement and experience one impacts the other, and many HR initiatives have to include both. Okay, so, so if we're paying a lot of attention to workplace experience and to engagement, why are we seeing so much movement uh, in the talent market? And, and what is talent really looking for? If we take a step back, David, you know, we've seen the impact of the great resignation as well as working in volatile markets. Many firms right now are recalibrating their talent retention and attraction strategies in today's very competitive markets. And today's talents don't just look for the career growth and development alone. They are really seeking comfort to be themselves. They're seeking a sense of belonging and also the flexibility that's offered to them. They want to save space to reconnect again. And what we have seen through surveys and also through focus groups and poll surveys is that they look to join a firm and look at their values that aligns with their core values. And that might include the way they work, 
the way the leaders lead, as well as finding a match to the diversity and social responsibility commitments. Okay, so uh, that last piece you're talking about, the the diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'd like to explore that a little bit. Can you explain how DEI fits in with workplace experience? Absolutely. This topic is very close to my heart and is absolutely integral to the workplace experience. We began on a journey at Gensler a few years back by creating an internal diversity task force team in every country focused on local needs and bringing DEI into our design thinking with our clients and partners. We have successfully built a framework to support the local DEI efforts, but we are still at the start of our journey. And let me share with you some success stories to date. Our Middle East office collaborated with local universities to promote the power through working diversely and inclusively. The project was a competition that involved a group of students to work across different ethnic groups to create a design solution. This project was a huge success, driving a high level of engagement both internally uh, within our Gensler um, designers, as well as growing our partnership with the local community. The project in itself offered a really rich experience for our designers within the DEI group. Another example is our Tokyo office with their drive to promote women in leadership. Gensler hosted women talks, inviting clients, partners and internal leaders, as well as experts to share the challenges and career journey. The stories shared by women leaders inspired our young talent we were able to also directly connect with them. Nowadays, talent really seek the diversity and inclusion to support their personal and professional growth. And what we have seen is talent wants a place to allow them to fuel the personal interests, beliefs, and also voice out their points of view as part of their career development. Well, thanks for those examples, Ting. I think we're really focusing on trying to make a difference in each of our offices, local markets, and, um, and at the same time, we're, uh, we're helping our, our teams uh, feel like they are making a difference themselves. So. But let, let's change the subject a second and talk about technology and how that's sort of factoring into defining the new normal. How can, uh, how can firms use tech to elevate the experience of their teams? Sure. Every workplace will have tech and tools how well a firm gets it right contributes to the success of the experience. Now, the tools should be well considered to connect the space. Um, they should encourage human interactions and also offer a sense of freedom in the workplace. If I were to focus primarily on the HR technology alo alone, it has come a long way over the past decade, enhancing the overall employee experience. For example, with the automation of HRIS, which is HR Information Systems, that has really simplified and streamlined the employee life cycle from the very first touch points with the firm. HR technology has really enriched the user and manager experience right from the pre-hiring, onboarding, performance to talent management and offboarding stages. If we were to drill down to another level, to the people analytics, uh, which is the data that is collated via HRIS. This data helps HR leaders gather actionable items from employees 
and fill the gap between employee expectations and also company actions. Now at Gensler, our people analytics dashboards play a key role in validating what we already know and what we don't know. And that also allows us to be able to take proactive actions. So really the value of people analytics through sort of HR technology is that data-driven employee management and analyzing the relationship between engagement and also retention as well as others, such as tracking diversity. The analysis can really provide key insights that can be translated into business metrics and also support leaders to make more informed decisions. Well, that's hugely important to us. I mean, making good decisions is really the name of the game for us uh, in leadership. So many companies seem to be using well-being now as a guiding principle when devising their hybrid working strategy. Um, how do you feel Gensler has adopted well-being as part of our return to the office strategy to re-engage with our staff? I'm going to go back sort of more broadly. So every HR learning professional will advise their leaders to lead with empathy. And this is critical to a successful and happy workforce. Now at Gensler, we strive to live up to our people first philosophy. And we've been focusing on this with our managers on the learning front as part of our return to the office strategy. It is important for employers to acknowledge that work is one of the main factors that causes stress. Well-being is no longer a nice-to-have concept, but is critical to people's strategies. The WHO defined well-being as constitutes the health of mental, physical, and social. And this is something that we um, should acknowledge. Employees now are typically seeking the comfort that the mental and physical well-being will be taken care of. And at Gensler, we conducted bi-monthly employee poll surveys to gauge their happiness and engagement levels. As well as this, we recently launched a global benefits survey. This is only a start to capturing and understanding the needs of our employees in this arena. Now, in some of our offices, we have purposely assigned a wellness room, for example, that can be doubled up as a quiet space for meditation, a mother's room, a prayer's room, or can be used as a restroom away from the hustle bustle from the rest of the office. To the contrary, there are other open spaces in the office that allows employees to connect, play board games, or simply just socialize. Then there are other physical well-being in many offices that we offer, such as adjustable seating, standing desks, to offer that physical aspect into the well-being. As with many firms, Gensler offers an employee assistance program, and one of the key features that we have with the provider we use offers a live webinars that often gets broadcasted um, in local languages and on carefully selected current topics. In addition to this, Gensler annually hosts a wellness week where every office participates in a variety of activities that covers the spectrum of wellness. Well, Ting, this uh, has gone quickly. Um, I've really appreciated all of your insights and I know that our listeners uh, will as well. But one last question for you. What advice would you give to other HR leaders on how to create a positive workplace experience? Oh, David, that's a tough question to answer. Um, as it's all about providing a really bespoke experience unique to every firm. However, what I can recommend is perhaps more of a framework 
And I think the first to tackle and to consider is really what is the firm's identity, culture and values? And really bringing those into the office space and the processes and practices and being able to create a clear identity of how you want to uh, work collectively as a firm. Um, as an example, our region was recently recognized and awarded for the best onboarding experience. I believe our new joins are fully immersed immediately in our culture and values. Now, firms may also want to consider how HR processes and practices are implemented using the lens through an experiential approach rather than a checkbox approach. Another recommendation perhaps is to put wellness high on the agenda. Consider how you are supporting your employees' overall well-being. Um, another recommendation is looking at the, the, the right technology tools that supports how employees want to work. Listen to your employees is also really key. Find out what motivates them. Find out what they want through feedback surveys, focus groups, fireside chats. And overall, really keep the communication channels open. And lastly, is to involve and empower all your employees to test out the workplace and evolve the experience collectively. Well, that's all great advice. And uh, again, I know that our listeners are really going to appreciate that if they put it into, into use. Um, I wanted to thank you for uh, sharing your insights on this podcast I also wanted to thank you for being such an effective leader and strong champion for our for the people of our region. And so uh, I guess that's it. Uh, I've been talking today with Ting Smith, Regional HR Director for Gensler's Asia Pacific and Middle East region. I'm your host, David Calkins. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next podcast.